0: Good morning, Flacco County. This is Danielle Anderson, your host of Lifeline, the show connecting you to positivity here in our community. And we have a super packed house this morning. Thanks, you guys, for being here. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. <laughs> wow, that was like a trio. You guys could be like a, a singing group. <laughs> so I just want to welcome everybody You know, if you love dogs and cats and, and all kinds of furry critters, this is the show you don't want to miss. So Jessica, you want to introduce yourself? Sure.
1: My name is Jessica Myers, and I am the director of Community Cats of Palm Coast. Um, it was established in 2013, however, I just took it over in 2019.
0: Like a hostile takeover? I've been watching uh, no,
1: no, <laughs> it. No, was, no, it was welcomed.
2: <laughs> That's cool. All right, Caroline? My name is Caroline Johnson. I'm the founder and director of SMART, Saving Missing Animals Response Team. Um, we started the organization in 2022, but I've been doing this in the county as a volunteer for about nine years. Wow. Wow. Um, kind of pushed into doing a nonprofit, uh, just because we were missing out on the support of a lot of businesses in the area. Um, And the need, as our county grew, the need grew for help for the animals.
3: That's right. I can't believe I've never run into you then.
2: That's amazing. All right.
3: Hello, my name is Shara Rivera, and I am working with Caroline as her event planner and helping with her fundraising.
0: So I don't know how she nabbed you, but that's pretty amazing because... You have another job, too, right?
3: I am. I am Shay Jacqueline's (laughs) manager and fashionista, (laughs) for all those who do not know Shay Jacqueline.
0: I can't imagine anybody not. You you guys are like fashion show world
3: famous. We are. And we just celebrated 20 years in Flagler County. Yay! Yes. Um, Let's talk about that real quick. Yes. Um, So Jackie opened up in 2003. I've been with her since 2010. Nice. And we have conglomerated the entire fundraising fashion show scene in Flagler County.
0: That is so cool. I mean, you guys have some really unique clients and and clothes. Tell tell people about the boutique.
3: Yes. So we have everything in there, anything and everything that you can need, any price point, any type of person. Um, We have all different types of clientele, but we do specialize in fundraising. We raise about $30,000 for the community. Every year. That's incredible. And probably do about three dozen different nonprofits in the community.
0: So, like, dovetail into that. How did you get hooked up with SMART?
3: Well, uh, our veterinarian, uh, which we should definitely tap into, is East Coast Animal Hospital. They are very good friends of mine, and I did not know that they were working directly with Caroline, and we met, and that was it. I mean, we are the same type of person, Mm -hmm. we have the same values, animal lovers over humans. Sorry, <laughs> just gonna be honest. I'm yeah. sure there's like a group of us.
0: no, I mean that's high praise for you to say something about that uh, like that about another person because you're so well regarded in the community.
3: Thank you, Danielle. I mean, I can't say enough about what Caroline does. I'm sure people who do know her know what she's doing, and it's so pure and genuine that I want to be around her more
0: That's cool, mm-hmm. all right, Caroline. So go ahead and let's tell us about yourself then. <laughs>
2: So um, I moved down here about 15 years ago from New York, um, disabled from a car accident many years ago, worked for a prison before in mental health care with teenagers. When I came down, kind of boredom, couldn't work, got into helping out with the lost pet page here and there, looking for a dog, had no idea what I was doing, but just figured if I had a leash and treats, you know, it would help. (laughs) Um, So slowly over the... Maybe the first year or two, um, it kind of was like second nature, just with the love of dogs. And little by little, it kind of seemed like more of a gift, so I started taking over the lost pet page. Um, And just out at the time, our community was maybe one or two lost dogs a week, um, much slower than what it is now. As the community grew, it went into five or ten dogs a day. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we, we just really grew. The community grew and the, and the need. Um, we have a lot of younger people now in the area, so a lot more dogs slipping out the door when kids come in and out situations. Um, we also have a lot of dump dogs lately that, unfortunately, um, you know, they're posted as a loose dog And come to find out somebody either witnessed them being dumped or we catch it on camera somewhere. Um, Hence the reason I started SMART because we needed fosters, we needed places to take them Um, and the Humane
0: Society is pretty much tapped out as far as like space. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. so I
2: started um, volunteering with the Humane Society I'd say about seven years, eight years ago. Um, I put in I would say maybe seven years of volunteer time with them I did their adoption outreach events as a volunteer on the weekends. I did four days a week, and then I cut down to two. Um, It was a lot. So I got a lot of their, I would say, at-risk dogs for euthanasia that were not adoptable. Um, I spent a lot of time trying to rehab them and spend time with them to teach them to trust humans again. And I got some of the worst adopted. Uh Um, So it kind of made me nervous about taking, when I stopped volunteering there, it made me nervous about taking the very needy ones there. Um, So we take in now, um, in fosters, a lot of the abused and neglected um, that have a history, would not do well in a shelter environment, would not do well around a bunch of other barking dogs, um, strangers coming every day and walking them that they don't know. Um, So we we foster them out. We provide training if they need it. Um, Some of them just seeing that they're safe and loved, they don't need a training, and they just revert back to being a loving dog, and we can get them <laughs> adopted. Uh, but some are really abused and have a history that we have to get professional training involved. That can cost us thousands per dog, um, so it's a lot. But time we cover medical, cover the training, uh, we just got one dog, shepherd, adopted. It cost us $6,000 to rehab wow. him. Um, why is this so expensive? Neuter, he needed, he had an injury from when he was dumped. He was in the woods for weeks. Um, so he had an injury on the foot. So surgery, neuter, vaccines, deworming, um, and then $3,000 for a board and train program for a month. So altogether about $6,000. Um, but he came back from training a different dog and was able to be adopted. Um, but that's a dog that otherwise would be most likely euthanized in a shelter because most people you couldn't even get a leash on them to walk them.
3: See,
0: that's sad.
3: I mean, that is one of the things I'll just jump in that I think is very different from any of the shelters is that her mission is to actually rehab these animals instead of just euthanasia and uh, the end for them because they're still young and they have a life that they could live happily with a family and that would never happen without her.
0: So uh, do you have a like a place where they go? Or, I mean, are they going to different
2: homes? Or how does it kind of work? So as of right now, we've been using foster base. So I'm always posting pleas for foster homes for the dogs. It's very difficult because we're dealing with abused dogs or dump dogs that have a lot of trauma. Uh, most people have either cats or dogs, kids in the house. Um, so it's scary for people to take in an abused dog. The hope is that we can find somewhere in the county that we can acquire a piece of property to have a second facility here and another option in Flagler County. Our community has grown and is double the size. Um, And just having another place to keep them and house them where we're not so forced to rely on fosters, especially for safety reasons. You know, if you don't know these dogs' histories, um, even if you have another pet in the house, you don't want to put them at risk by bringing in a, a dog that could potentially kill him or hurt him. Um, so we're hoping, we've been planning and talking with realtors and trying to get with county officials to help us to acquire that. Um,
0: so really your mission is kind of different than Humane Society, because the Humane Society is kind of like a, a bring him in and let's get him adopted back out, but yours is sort of like rehab, kind of almost like a therapy session.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, trauma, no different from people. If you see an abused kid, they need to go through therapy. They need to go through um, learning to trust and love again. And it's no different with an, with a, an abused animal. Um, they need the rehab. They need the time. Um, they need four to six weeks usually just to decompress and, and feel safe. In a foster home, that's that's hard because most fosters are short-term. Yeah. And they work full-time, and they don't have that time to vest so that's where we rely on volunteers. I mean, I do a lot of it myself, but I'm one person. So 98 you
3: know, percent of it is all on her.:
2: And
1: not to mention, nobody else is out there chasing dogs. You know no. We have uh, very few animal control workers. They're overloaded. They're dealing with bites and you know different cases. So when somebody loses a dog or finds a dog in the community, it's Caroline, myself included. It's so, Caroline that people call.
0: So I know that you guys said the community cats is starting to work with them. What's the relationship and, and how can you guys support one another?
1: So we met – did we meet with the, the pregnant cat? Pretty much, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes, years ago. hmm uh, we met through a series. Her mom found a cat. I think it was out in Orlando, and she called me. We vaguely knew one enough, of one another in the community, and ever since then, we just we clicked. Um, as she said, it's very easy to get along with Caroline. She's just wonderful. But um, we have the same goals. We have the same mission. Um, at that time, she wasn't a nonprofit. She was just out there doing it for herself. But um, but yeah. So it just grew into a. Anytime I saw a dog, I would call Caroline. Anytime she had an issue with the cat, she would call me, kind of thing. And it just grew over time. That's cool. Yeah. So you're yeah. kind of like
0: working. So do you think because there are, are several different kind, different like we've got Flagler Cats and we've got, um, there's like a I think there's like an equine rescue someplace else and things like. So do you think there's a role for every organization in the community, or do you think like, um. Things have to be different. What? Do, where do you think everybody can work together?
1: We definitely, definitely need more rescues. I will say that we definitely need more rescues right now. Other than Flagler Humane, we're it pretty much. Uh, I do cats. Caroline does dogs and some some cats, but mainly dogs. And we we do we need we need to get the message out there in the community that there is a need for support for for us. For rescues, and we we could use a lot more rescues, believe me.
0: So, do you think that it, it needs to be more rescues, or it needs to be like strengthening the ones that currently exist?
1: Well, of course, right now it's strength, strengthening the one that exists, but we could definitely use more people getting involved, and ha- whatever that ends up being could only help. And so we
3: oh, go ahead, go ahead, no, no, I was no. Just we know that flagler county has grown triple, if not yeah. more, than that in the last three years since covid, yeah, and it the need it you know what it was is not what it is now it's on a whole nother level i mean we are a large city compared to what we were i mean i've been here since 1995 so i have seen a lot and over the last four years it's a whole nother world here especially with animals and animal control and having people that actually will give their time and dedication to help what's happening
0: you know it's so weird is um until i moved here i had never heard of a feral cat before And um, I was talking to somebody and she was joking. She says, oh, the feral cats just came in the back door. And I was like, oh, what's that? And, you know. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. And then that's when I started to kind of look into what this whole situation was and and what that actually meant. So for people who don't know, tell them a little bit about you guys just moved.
1: We did just move. Uh, We originally started out um, just as a foster based rescue. Um, My – the person I took the rescue over from, she did a lot of TNR, which is trap, neuter, and return of feral cats. That um, basically, a feral cat is um, one that doesn't have any human contact whatsoever. That's not really the majority of what we see here. What we see here is a lot more of a skittish stray, cats that did have a home at one point but have found themselves outside for various reasons um, we do have some ferals but it's mostly the skittish strays so yeah so we started off as the tnr network started taking in kittens that we would find in the traps and when i say we i wasn't part of the organization then but um after about seven years she got so big that you know she needed some help i joined in 2019 and i wanted to rescue more I wasn't satisfied with just you know a few litters a month so we opened the thrift store in island walk and then we moved um to another location and now we just moved again but we wanted to get back into palm coast back into the you know the central city of palm coast um and it's great it's we've been there since april so we have the thrift store and we have the adoption center
0: and that's kind of new for you guys, right? And you have like it is. It can, is. They're, they're kind of free roaming
1: Yeah. So we did have an adoption center at the last location, but it was large enclosures and catios because I don't like the cage situation. Of course, for isolation, when they first come in, we have to do it. But um, we had catios and large enclosures. It's such um, a funny word. <laughs> it is. It's you know. It's actually an outdoor catio. Inside, um, Because I just didn't want them in a small space. But now when we just moved, I just got this idea and said, you know what? Let's let them free roam and see how it works out. And it has been absolutely amazing.
0: It's got to improve their disposition, not being stuck in a cage all the time.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. The first week I was doubting myself because they were all hiding. We started off with like 12 or 13 that came from the old location but um now we have about 26 and they're getting along wonderfully and the ones that don't they just go and hide somewhere and they come out when they when they can
0: so yeah. what's the response like when potential clients come in and they want to check out the cats and they're like free loose like that
1: oh it's great it's great they come and they want to come in real quick i just want to take a look and three hours later they're, they're <laughs> still there hanging out with the cats yeah it's wonderful
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. all right so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to find out what's coming up and how you can get involved
2: Hey, who's taking care of your air conditioner? If you don't have somebody good, give me a call. My name's Kyle. I've been doing air conditioning in Flagler County for 13 years. I'm now with Quantum AC. We look forward to being your air conditioning company. If you haven't had a checkup in a while, you really should Call Kyle's cell phone number anytime. Hey, okay. I'm Joe Wright, Quantum AC, part of the Quantum family. 586-9039.
0: I look forward to your call. 586-9039.
1: Yes,
2: absolutely. Palm Coast is blessed to have a company like this. Owners that care about not only about the community, but they care about hiring within Palm Coast and providing um, nice salaries for those that live here. And they they really, truly invest back within.
0: So we are back with the... Flagler County's cat and dog rescue people. Um, They are really making an impact. If you missed the first half of the show, don't forget you can go back and listen to it on FlaglerRadio.com in the podcast section. So tell me a little bit about your upcoming fundraiser because I know that you and also Elizabeth Robinson, your founder, um, have been promoting it pretty heavily.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh, 1405 Saloon. We love those guys. And they're they're fairly new, I believe. Yeah, Yeah, Tom and Lisa. We're having our first annual pause for music event we have um two bands uh well actually green tree brothers and um a private you know, heather craig she's just one person for music and we have uh, vendors coming out i think actually caroline's going to come out also <laughs> and set up a table um we have a bounce house for kids kona ice is coming to um give the kids some treats we'll have um Everybody gets a free drink and hors d'oeuvres and specials from um, the little food house next door, the oh, House of the Flavor. Place? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's going to be I'm a great like- event. Yeah. August 13th from 1 to 5.
0: So do people need to purchase tickets to attend the event or is it just kind of come up there and just spend some money?
1: There is an entry fee because they do get the one free drink and okay. some food specials and the free hors d'oeuvres. Um but um, it's ten dollars. They oh. can either purchase that online before the event or at the day of the event, right there.
0: And you have something else going on right now, too, don't you?
1: We have a photo contest for our calendar. It's going to be our first ever calendar for Community Cats. We're really excited about <laughs> That's it. Awesome. Yeah. So, so anybody um, for twenty dollars, you can submit a picture of your cat, and we will choose thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll make a calendar out of the thirteen that we choose.
0: Are you getting any cute submissions?
1: Oh we are. I'm so glad I'm not a judge. I had to I had to remove myself from being a judge so because I know who's sending the pictures in, so I can't be biased, but I'm glad I'm not a judge. It's so hard.
0: So they like dressing them up like Barbie Styles? They're not.
1: They're sending some really good pictures, but they're 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 smart about it. Some of them are you know, putting their cats like next to a rose, maybe pushing the the February Valentine's Day thing. So yeah, but they're they're. I want to pick all of them.
0: I think shara should be your your judge. I mean, she's like fashion. De- she's like I am a-
3: very particular. of <laughs> a tour of Palm Coast. Yes,
0: <laughs> unbiased. Hey, that's cool. So you guys have something coming up too, right?
3: Well, actually, yesterday and Saturday we had a pottery event. That was a huge success. That was at Down to Earth Pottery in Flagler Beach with Heather. She's been there for about 10 years and we threw a bowl.
0: So tell me a little bit about putting that together because that's kind of a unique event.
3: It was. Um, I have been on the hunt of trying to just do something different and indoors during summer. Oh, yeah. And I did go to the 811 Salt Vine to see if they would contribute anything. That salt cave that's in Flagler Beach.
0: Oh, that's new, right?
3: Yes, they were. It was called something else before. Before they moved to 811, which is the address on A1A. And I actually met Heather maybe about 10 years at a fashion show at the shop. And I said, hmm, let me just go talk to her. And she was all in, 100% thrilled. She actually surprised us yesterday and donated one of her mugs that she made with a pottery class for two as one of the raffle items. So she has seven spots. So she has seven wheels in there. So we had two classes yesterday, and then we're having two classes on Saturday, and I believe they're all sold out. And every single one of those women that signed up have never been there before. So it was a win-win for everybody. We we're able to raise funds. Everybody had a great time. Uh, she's getting new business. So it was, it was really fun.
0: That is awesome. Yes. So do you guys have anything else that you're planning for the future?
3: Yes. you want to go ahead and get into the September anniversary event? So September is our one-year anniversary, so we are
2: planning a fundraiser slash celebration. Um, We were going to do it as just celebration, but because we have such a need right now with medical bills, um, we figured take it as an opportunity to raise funds as well. Um, We are doing September 23rd from 4 to 7 at Town Center. Um, We have an antique car show. We have a blessing of the Jeeps and blessing of the dogs that we're still in the process of planning and getting all the particulars together. Um, We'll have a lot of local vendors out, food trucks, uh, vendors just selling their products and donating a lot to the nonprofit based on what they sell. We'll have the city out, the sheriff's department out, um, hopefully with the canines and the horses. Oh, that's cool. We'll have an amazing kid zone for the kids. It's about a month after school starts again. So I think the boredom sets in for the kids back to school. <laughs> so they'll be looking for something to do. Um, so the kids zone will be wonderful. We'll have uh, bounce houses, a ball pit. Um, we're fall working on, on a foam machine. P- yeah, foam machine. We'll have, I believe, a pony out. Um, a therapeutic
3: pony, yes, yeah, from an animal, pony. another animal rescue out in Saint Augustine. Oh, really?
2: Yes, that is donating their time. They are donating yes. everything. That is super. Mm. So you guys
0: are kind of just working with everybody who is in the animal community.
2: Absolutely, uh, and we don't have we have a lot of events at Town Center, but we don't really have any that are dedicated for the animals and to bring the businesses and the animals together per se. Um, so great opportunity. We're going to do it as a yearly event there, and hopefully grow it each year with you know with the support are um, all the funds and proceeds from that event we're actually putting aside toward a property if we can locate a property
0: somebody be- can also donate a property i mean
3: yes please hello oh, that would be heaven <laughs> anyone <sent>. anyone out <laughs> there very generous yes <laughs> So, it's a tax write-off too. Just mentioning uh, that, because you are as a five well. hundred one c three. Yes, rate. absolutely. So
2: anything donated is tax deductible. Um, so any any piece of property, we're we're looking an acre to two acres would really suffice for us. We don't want to be too close to another business with barking dogs in a play area and be a nuisance per se. So something, an acre and a half, two acres would give us enough space not to be a nuisance to another business. Um, you know anything. U.S. One County area. That's what I was thinking. U.S. One would be good. You know, it's really thoughtful for you to even consider that because
0: some people are just like, I don't care. I'll take a property anywhere, and, and people can just deal with it. And you're like, No, we want to be good neighbors.
2: Absolutely. You know, wh- any neighboring businesses would rather them support us, not be angry that we're there. So right. um, it's the same with you know people in Palm Coast. A big complaint you'll see online posted a lot is you know barking dogs being a nuisance to the neighbors. Um, you have to be considerate of others, and when we're Having a play yard outside for dogs that needs to be a nice size and you have a bunch of dogs going out playing, that can be a nuisance to a business that's trying to focus and do work. That be yeah. kind of cool if, like,
0: maybe the, the Good Times Dog Bar, if somebody owned land right next to that and they wanted to donate. Absolutely. Would right. that be kind of yes. like... Yes.
1: Absolutely. Plus, you'd want it to be a little quiet for the animals, too, I right. would think, wouldn't you? Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Well, how relaxing is the sound of the ocean?
1: Exactly, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, that would
2: be perfect. So, yes, that's, that's definitely... It's a goal of ours. It was not... When I started last year, I had no idea. Um, but things took off pretty quick. Um, I get... Generally, I get about five to ten messages or calls a day for people needing to surrender their dogs. Unfortunately, there's a lot of seniors in the area. Their dogs pass away. The families don't want them, so they want to surrender a lot of senior dogs to us. We have a few right now in foster that are 14, 12, very bad health from being neglected. And we just we do our best to get the medical up to par and just, you know, keep them comfortable
0: you know even said being a senior dog you know do you find people who say you know what i want to be there for those last few years of their life you know i want them to have a good quality of life because i know that you know the owner who had them before really loved them you know even though they couldn't still be here do you ever find people who are who think that way or are we still looking for them
2: absolutely we actually have um we have a few people that took in um, heather took in a, a pair of dogs for us um I think they're Maltese. The owner passed away, and she took them in as a foster. Uh, I think they'll be forever fosters, because she's really very attached to them now. Um, And she takes them to outings with her in restaurants, friends' houses. So they're doing really great. We have another 14-year-old that was a neglect case. He was surrendered to animal control for euthanasia, which is in my opinion, awful to send them scared for euthanasia with a stranger. Uh, We had a lady that previous adopted from us Melissa that is amazing and she took him in immediately she's given him the the, the most love he's probably ever had so yeah
0: so we gotta wrap it up Um, why why is this a passion for you? just 30 seconds
3: I'm just like I said before I'm an animal lover over a human lover and I will give up anything that I can um, to help Caroline with her mission I mean I just can't say enough her conscious of animals and just the love for them, it just blows my mind. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: Um I think for me the biggest part is um twofold with the lost pets and me reuniting pets is seeing a family reunited with their dog is very loving and, and rewarding. The other part of it is seeing a dog rehabbed and learn go from that very scared that nobody will be able to get around in touch to very loving and in your lap and kissing you. That is amazing.
0: Like a transformation. Oh,
2: to- just total rehab and learning <laughs> to trust again is amazing. That's
0: cool. All right, how about Francesca?
2: You know, I think it's in your genes.
1: Um, I look at a cat walking down the road and I, I worry where it's where it's sleeping. Does somebody own it? And most people would just drive by and say, "Oh, cute Q- cat," or just ignore it completely. We're just. I'm just not built that way. So I just it 's just i 've always been this way. I wanted to be a veterinarian when I was younger didn 't work out. I always wanted to be involved in rescue i 've always had a love for cats and dogs i 'm more of a cat person <laughs> <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly um, but yeah i just i 've just always wanted to take them in and take care of them and find homes for them now and i 'm able to do that with the with the adoption center so It's really been a lifelong dream for me.
0: So you guys are pretty genuine. I'm feeling like a whole lot better about the situation. Oh, yeah. So um, if people want to get involved, how can they get in touch with you?
1: Um, They can go to our website, which is communitycatspc.org. Plethora of information on there, contact information for volunteering, for fostering or upcoming events. Um, that's really the best way to contact us.
0: And don't miss the uh, 1405 Saloon event coming up and Absolutely. also the photo contest. All right. If people want to get involved with SMART.
2: Um, they could go to our website as well. We're on Facebook, TikTok, but our website has all the information to connect you. And that's smartflagler.com. Um, and we're also just want to play a event. We are looking for local businesses to help sponsor that event and help get the the ch- you know all our of our overhead pretty much taken care of so we don't take away money from the animals vet bills for that um, and we're looking still for local businesses that want to maybe come out and be a vendor and set up so if either one want to help please go to the website our contact information is all there email addresses um, phone number and we can get you set up and signed up to either sponsor as a business or to vendor at the event so share's seal
3: of approval absolutely. <laughs> I, I just, I can't say enough about both of them. I mean, what this community needs, if you're an animal lover, these two, hands down.
0: All right. Well, that that's the Saturday wrap up for you. So make sure you get out there and check it out and uh, keep your eye open for other cool events Smart will be doing. Um, and we want to thank our sponsors, Coastal Cloud, Joe Wright, and the Quantum Family of Businesses, WNZF News Radio with Flagler News Weekly. And we will see you guys next week.
3: Thank you. Thank you, thank Danielle, you. for having us. You got it.